So today I went around to my dad's because I had to bring him two bottles of ginger wine. And I he um and he was like, Come in, come in for a bit. And I was like, I gotta get going though. And then he was like, Ralph, thank you so much. And I was like, What, for the ginger wine? And he was like, No, for the card. And I was like, What card? And he's like, The Christmas card you gave me. I was like, Oh yeah, 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 yeah. And he's like, oh, I read the inside message and the man, like, I never like I know we've had our ups and downs, and I know it's never been easy between us. But it meant so much for me, much to me. Like that message was just beautiful, and I, it really, really makes me know you love me. I was like, I didn't read the message in the card. <laughs> I didn't say that. I was just like, yes. If you could just tell me the highlights <laughs> of the. Oh wait, he meant the printed message, yeah, yeah, yeah. right? Not a message that you specifically no. written. No, it's a, huh. I, and I've never read the printed messages in any cards. You just ever. get them, yeah. Yeah, I just looked. I just like look at them and I'm like, well, that looks right. Um, <laughs> And he's like, I just sat there crying. It meant so much to me. And I was like, wow. Uh, good. <laughs> Who knew that Clinton cards could do so much yeah. with their wording? <laughs> so, do you want to go to the toilet or anything? Gotta really get a look at what this card said. <laughs> Welcome to Journey into the Strange. I am Kaz. And I am Ralph. And today we're talking about witchcraft. Do you remember that time at uni where we did this world when we were playing Ring of Fire where we couldn't, we had to laugh like a witch (laughs) at the end of like every sentence or whatever it was. It was like you couldn't laugh in your normal way. Oh, that was it. You had to laugh as a witch. It was very funny. That was good times. And it was amazing because like everyone... One person would start laughing and then they'd be like, oh shit, and then they'd laugh like a witch. They'd be like, ha, 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 and then like everyone else would start laughing because it was funny. And then everyone else had to start laughing like a witch. So they basically, by the end of it, it was just like this cacophony of witch laughter. <laughs> it was amazing. And that's witchcraft. Thank you for the episode. Yeah, thanks, thanks for this listening. This has been great. <laughs> We've done a lot of research for this one. I read two books. You did. Which books did you read? Um, I read Rebel Witch and Doorway into Witchcraft. Makes sense. So I also read Rebel Witch by Kelly Ann Maddox. And actually, the reason why I read her book, and it's been on my my read list for a while, and um, that's because, she, you know, I said when I did all the tarot research, I found those really old YouTube videos. They were like 16 years old on YouTube and it blows my mind to think that like, you know, YouTube's that old, but it is because I uploaded shit onto it when I was a teenager. So obviously it is that old. But um, she uploaded a whole series of tarot explanation and learning videos. And um, and I did that course on her YouTube and, uh, and I've been following her for a while and I thought, you know what? She's got a witchcraft book. I'm going to read it. So Kellyanne Maddox, she, I, I like, I liked the book, although she does use like pet names a lot throughout mm. it, which is a bit like cringe. That was <laughs> off-putting to me. But in a way, you kind of, I got used to it pretty quickly, and then it's kind of like I eh. stopped noticing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, but I did enjoy the book. It was very chaos magicy. Yeah. It says on her Instagram profile that she is a chaos witch, so that definitely identifies more with the chaos magic element of it. And if you want to know more about chaos magic, you should go and listen to our first episode on chaos magic. It was amazing, probably. (laughs) It definitely was terrible, much more terrible sound quality than we have now. But I still think the content was good on that one. Yeah, no, we, um, I mean, that was obviously the one that we put a lot of effort into because it was our first episode and because we had a lot of research time available to us because we hadn't started. And now we've stopped caring. Yeah, now we just give ourselves three weeks and we're like, let's do it. (laughs) I still read two books though. Yeah, well done. That's pretty good going. That's better than I did. I also started reading another book, but I didn't get very far into it, so I can't really say that it helped. But um, I also, this morning, just to top up my knowledge, listened to a Stuff You Should Know podcast, and that was on witchcraft, and I do recommend their stuff. Um, It is, I guess, very surface level because they cover a lot of topics, but at the same time, I do like the way they explain stuff in a quite a succinct way. So, um, so yeah, uh, that, those are my sources for today. And I think to sum up, what I've learned is witches ride brooms and kill babies and worship Satan. <laughs> Drink blood. You gotta and remember yeah, that. that's um, that's what witches do. Yep. So thanks for the Catholic Church for eradicating them. <laughs> 
that was pretty cool of you. Um, they needed to go. <laughs> and yeah, good episode. Like, <laughs> glad I read those two books and they should both be banned at the stake, right? Yeah, that's, that's what we're totally going to do. It. Totally yeah. it. That's it. But um, yeah. So I think to start with, um, can we maybe say like what our preconceived notions about witchcraft were? Like obviously yeah. uh, that one that I just said wasn't even either of ours because like we both live in the world and witchcraft is a, like a thing that you hear about on Instagram a lot. I mean, I think so. Yeah. It, it, modern day witchcraft, I think is definitely more of a thing now. However, I guess when you immediately think of witchcraft, you do go back to the sort of middle ages and think of witches being burned at the stake. I don't know if that's because it's part of our compulsory history that we're taught at like ages like eight to 11. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, I don't know. That's what I think of. And the Salem witch trials. Yeah. Uh, for me, I always thought of Buffy because one of the lead characters in Buffy became a witch. I've been watching Buffy since I was like seven years old. Mm. And so I was just like, we lose a witch. I like Buffy. Good stuff. Mm. And that's my, so like my image of a witch and witchcraft has always been quite positive because Buffy portrayed it as a positive thing. Apart from when they were like, oh, magic is crack. And then she like became a crack addict for like, <laughs> And then tried to kill the world, but that was in one of the later series, which wasn't so good. Ah, uh, well, this isn't a Buffy podcast. It should be though. No, it's all, it almost turned into a Gilmore Girls podcast, so we're not having that either. <laughs> should do both. No, <laughs> in your own time, start your own podcast. I did. I oh, did, did do you? a Gilmore Girls podcast with a different friend, but then it got it didn't really take off. No way. Yeah, you know, Josie. I didn't know it was a Gilmore Girls podcast. Oh, no, podcast. it wasn't. It was like, but it did try and tell into that. And then she got annoyed with editing it. <laughs> so basically, no, because that in that podcast, I remember because I listened to it. It was, This is a while ago. And it was it called Bring a Friend? Yeah. Yeah. And you ended up, so you you would introduce a new thing to each other each yeah. week. That sounds, like the premise sounds pretty cool. Yeah. And then Josie was like, well, I've got like a life and shit. I can't edit this. And then I was like, Okay. What well, also sounds like you're trying to turn it into a Gilmore Girls podcast. No, she it? did. Oh, <laughs> wait, what? I like Gilmore Girls because of Josie. Oh, like she was the person who got me into it. I didn't understand this. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> oh, well, well, that's a thing. Yeah. Good times. Um, what were we saying? Oh, yeah, witchcraft and about um, the witch trials and how women were just persecuted and burned at the stake because they were probably different yeah. and old and lived on their own, which apparently is a crime. Yep. Uh, that was the interesting thing in both the witchcraft books I read, where rather than they were like going through the history of like the witches' persecution. And it was like back in like as early as 1933, where people were being like, women and consort with the devil because they have weaker wills than men. You know, they can only push a kid out of the vagina, but they have weak wills. It's so, that's so funny because like, I don't know if it's because I, I am a woman. But I genuinely see myself as way stronger with than many men. I mean, <laughs> and just women in general. But then that's me. I mean, that's just probably my sexist nature coming through. I I just think it's down to the individual. I mean, definitely. Like the idea that women are in have inherently weaker wills is obviously such bullshit. Yeah, and, and men, to be honest with you, by the same token, if anyone's got a weaker will, you know, everyone has and doesn't have because we're all human and different. And unique. I am very weak willed. I get addicted <laughs> to everything in the span of a second. One time I put like twenty quid on a wrestling match. Right. Um and I like it was like three to one odds and I got like sixty quid back. Oh. And then I was like, well I'm addicted to gambling now. <laughs> no, well this is my life now. <laughs> Goodbye, crew world. Yeah. This is the only thing I know. So from the one to one perspective, the woman in this room probably has a stronger will. I guess so. But not necessarily, because I feel like I have an addictive personality as well. Yeah. But does having an p- addictive personality mean you're weak-willed, though? No. Or does it just mean you double down on what's important? <laughs> yeah. I mean, the amount of times I've been hungover and I've been like, I cannot drink again. But I was like, my willpower is so strong, <laughs> I will make myself get this fucking vodka down. And as soon as someone's like, you're up for tonight, you're like, yep. No, that's that's some strong will. That's a strong willpower yeah, right yeah. there. <laughs> I want to die, but I will make myself drink again because I am. Well, I don't want to die. I just love drinking so much that I'm going to continue to do it, even if it means that I die. <laughs> yeah. That's some willpower. 
I Just think dedicating so. yourself to um something. There we go. Exactly. Oh, it sounds so much like I need to go to AA. <laughs> you have. It's yeah, fine. You exactly. did it. Did it's it. done now. Ticked it off. Yeah. Completed it, mate. Exactly. I've done, done sobriety. <laughs> Didn't feel it was for me. Thank you. Yeah. I had a good time, though. It was good. Nice I, it. I learned some things, and now I will take my JD. Thank you. Yeah, exactly. I only drink once every two weeks now. I mean, that's pretty good. Knowing, knowing you and the trials and tribulations of your um, way that you've been drinking is, mm. um, yeah. You're doing much better now. Yeah. This is some deep shit we're getting into. <laughs> I feel like we need to talk about witchcraft. <laughs> so, witchcraft. Um, yeah, so that was a preconceived notion. I guess my other preconceived notion was it was something for people who like to be alternative on Instagram and Tinder. Where you come across it a lot on Tinder. Oh, man, most of my most of my preconceived notions come from bitching about Tinder. <laughs> um, but you do come across a lot of women who are like, I'm into witchcraft. And then you match with them. And then you're like, oh, that sounds really interesting. What are you into? And they're like... I'm a witch. Yep. I like woman power. And you're like, well, yeah, that's cool. But like specifically, what do you do? And they're like... I'm a witch. Power. <laughs> and I, I kind of thought it was like something people... I knew there was, like, real stuff that what people were really into. But I was like, a lot of them seem to be just, like, the idea of being spooky without having to do any, any work. And that's the thing that I think... Does it piss me off? I'm not sure. But it basically... Because I, I hate the idea of saying, like, oh, you can't be a witch unless X, Y, Z type thing. And, I mean, I do consider myself to be a gamer and I was a part of like the gaming community on Instagram for a while. I know people who would very much heckle at the idea of you being a gamer. Why? Because you don't play that many games these days. No, but that's the thing. I used to be. And I feel like, I mean, I used to have a YouTube channel. I used to stream. I used to be like fully into it. And I say that I was, but I've always considered myself a gamer. You know, like I was playing like games since like actual video games since I was like three years old. And yeah, so I do consider myself to be a gamer because I've never lost that interest. Like depending on whether I've been like fully addicted to World of Warcraft or like like deep into it, or whether I'm being quite casual about it right now, I still consider myself a gamer. It's interesting because people would consider me a gamer, but I don't consider myself a gamer because I don't. That's interesting, isn't it? Really play that many video games. Like, I'm not... Like, in my life, if someone was like, what are you really into? Video games wouldn't crop up. Hmm. Um, yeah, I would. I would always say video games, because yeah. I'm always playing something. I started Slime Rancher 2 yesterday. Oh, love that game. Also, Moonlighter. That's very good. Playing that as well. Also, need to finish Shadow of the Tomb Raider. That's been, like, an on-again, off-again love affair for me. But um, I hate the puzzles. The puzzles are so annoying. Anyway... I do consider myself a gamer, but that's the thing. Like, you get people who are kind of like, oh, you're a fake gamer. And it's kind of like, well, would you, would, why do you get to say that someone's a fake yeah. gamer or a gamer? Like, if someone plays games, surely they're a gamer. And that's kind of the same for this. It's like, if you consider yourself a witch and you do witchcraft, then surely doesn't that mean you're a witch? But then you get the people saying, becomes, you're, not, you're not a real witch. Does the problem not become when you consider yourself a witch and then don't do witchcraft or like see, read anything is, about it? Yes, exactly. That is part of the problem. Is like if you do say, I am a witch, and then you're like, cool, what, what does your practice, how does your practice take form? Or what part of the craft do you practice? It's kind of like, then it's like, yeah, okay, maybe you shouldn't be going around saying you're a witch then if you literally do not practice the craft. But then maybe, I don't know, it's hard though, because like if you're into like spooky stuff and are generally quite different and like, no, you really should do some work towards it. That's probably where I fall on the scale. Yeah, like you should at least believe in witchcraft if you don't. Yeah, or maybe they do believe, I don't know. I, you feel like you really do fall into this grey area, don't you, where you're just kind of like, what even is it? And yeah. Anyway, we should probably go over, before we get into this like deep topical conversation about like what it means to be a witch, we should probably talk about what it means to be a witch. Can I just quickly say, if you've only read Deadpool comics or Harley Quinn comics and you want to say I'm a comic book fan, I don't care. I know this is gatekeeping, <laughs> um, but you are a comic book fan, so good for you. Oh! Oh, I turned it around yeah. at the last minute. I mean, you read some comics. There you go. That is what you it is. You do read comics, and that is the definition of a comic book reader. Yeah, exactly. I can feel that's not 
how your soul feels, though. It isn't. No. <laughs> but it, it's how my brain feels. Right. And my brain's the intellectual one. I see. So brain over heart. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so we read the same book this time, which is interesting. We don't often do that. No. And um, it's, I think it's because I recommended it to you. Yeah. And I, I, witchcraft is such a big thing. Mm. I really want... I. I was like, I don't know where to start with this because I don't want to start on the completely other end of the scale to you. Yeah. And then us having to be like... Because uh, mm. it's so vast, yeah. you might not even meet in the middle. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So because when I was looking at like... So usually what I do for this is when we get a topic, I Google it and then I say best books to read Reddit. Mm. And then like I go through about 20 different Reddit threads and I like usually the same book will keep popping up. So I'm like, okay, that's the book I'll go for because, like, it's popped up in about 20 different Reddit threads. So that seems to be, like, a conclusion. Mm. But this time I did it and I was like, none of the same books have been yeah. popping up at all. I agree. So I don't really know where to start with this. Uh, so I was like, well, Kaz is starting here. Like, if nothing else, usually I think it's interesting when we do different books. But if we're, like, at such an opposite end of a spectrum of such a vast thing, then it's just not going to be workable. And it's difficult because even the book that we both started on, I don't even know if that is the be-all and end-all of witchery. I don't think it is. I think that book's, like... I feel like that's a fringe book anyway. But I will say, and then I read the book, The Doors to Witchcraft. Oh, yes. um, Which essentially was almost exactly the same. Oh. Like, it almost followed it beat for beat. Really? Um, Oh, that's interesting. Different kind of, like... Especially the beginning bit where they were very much doing the introduction to witchcraft and what it meant to be a witch. Um, the spells differed and stuff. Mm. But, like, the beginning bit, it was very much beat for beat the same. So I would say, like, where we started probably was the right place to start because it seems to be, like, where a lot of books conglomerate and then kind of split off. That's good. Yeah, because there is so much to witchcraft by yeah. just reading that one book it you could spiral off into so many different subjects like the main pillars of it that i got from reading rebel witch were making an altar so making a, a sacred space for you to continue your sacred practice and for you to have all your witchy tools and for you to have sort of like a an altar to the craft almost then there was worshiping of a deity So choosing a deity that you want to worship and then um, finding all about them, trying to connect with them, trying to have guided meditations that center around them, um, which is also very similar to chaos magic because that was the whole sort of channeling of a being, which is another thing that I want to do in the the podcast is actually find out, um, you know, about channeled beings. So that was another subject. Um, There was also... the use of different tools, such as like a cauldron or like potion bottles to like mix potions and spells into. Um, there was also ceremonies and rituals, hexes and curses. Um, there's so much to go into at every stage. I mean, you could do a whole episode on each one of these things. Um, and I actually have written some of them down in the um the list <laughs> that we should cover at some stage. The other thing that both of the books that I read really hit home on is like a love of nature and that you should worship nature and blah blah blah. Yes. Like did you know like the 21st today is like some pagan holiday really? which I forget. And according to the book I read we should be drinking spiced wine right now. Oh. Uh, so. I have spiced rum is that It's close enough. Yeah, I I think so. Yeah. There we go. Um, and a lot of it was about, like, both of them covered a lot of, like, the pagan holidays yes. that went throughout the year and, like, what you should be doing. Yes, that was it. Because I, I, I kind of like the romanticism about the different holidays as well. Because she was like, oh, when it's cold, you know, you can look forward to Christmas yeah. and the changing of the seasons and the changing of the leaves and all the different things and rituals. Like, you know, like everyday rituals, like huddling a, under a blanket, having a hot chocolate, that sort of thing. And it kind of like really romanticised, sort of like, oh, yeah, maybe I don't hate the winter. And then it was like minus eight and I was like, yes, I do. I <laughs> yeah, hate like, it so much. Walk to work at like half five in the, five in the morning oh, at minus God. eight and you're like, I hate you, winter. <laughs> it's so cold. Although I still prefer that to summer, so. Oh, I don't know. I'd rather it be at minus eight at four in the morning where I have to walk to work than fucking 40 degrees. It's a hard call, 
but I actually think I'd rather be warmer rather than colder. 40 degrees. Mm. Yeah, this but then I, that's just the sort of person I am. I'm always cold, so I feel that I run at a lower temperature. But we so. live in England. You're meant to be cold. Like, 40 <laughs> degrees is... un. where I want to live. <laughs> but 40 degrees is unnatural. Like, minus eight, that's what England's meant to be. Is it, though? I don't think it is. I think it's meant to be mild and overcast no, all it's the time. Like, if you listen to any old person ever, they're like... <laughs> Back in my day, it was all so cold. There oh, was ice everywhere. Day, they didn't have thermometers. They didn't know what temperature it was. But like minus forty is not. No, I, I mean it. It's not minus forty. Wind. It's minus eight. Yeah, but my, I mean, forty degrees in the summer. Yeah, I mean that's crazy as well. Like, that just makes you realise, like, oh, we have fucked up the fucking. Oh yeah, the, the world there. is on fire. At least like minus eight is like, well, this is what it's meant to be. This I is don't what know. People... I'm not sure. I'm not sure it's meant to be minus eight. It was meant. It's ugh. never been minus eight in my entire life. No, but you only. You're not old, like... No, but yeah, I don't think I need to like... be. They just said it was cold and it was probably three degrees. No, there was... Okay, I don't know. I'll have to look into this. <laughs> like, Next let's, episode... let's talk to some old people when we go out and be like, yo, how old was it? No, how, how cold was it? <laughs> Next episode, we'll get some old people on the podcast, <laughs> talk to them about the winter, you know, you don't have to tune in, I wouldn't, so... How cold was it back in your day? And yeah. they'll probably say, oh, it was very cold. And they'll be like, yes. But how cold, actually? Yeah, I won't tune into that one. Anywho. Um, <laughs> what was your favourite bit about learning about witchcraft? Like, So did it speak to you? Did it not speak to you? Um, I liked it. I liked also that it was quite similar to Chaos Magic. <clears throat> I like that it's quite similar to Chaos Magic in the fact that it was kind of... Do what you want. Like, mm. create your own rituals, create your own spells. It has. It doesn't have to follow the meaning that everyone else has assigned to it. Yeah. If it means something to you, then it has meaning. That's very much in the Rebel Witch book, yeah. Yes, as in, like, for example, lots of different herbs and spices and things have meaning and magical meaning. So lavender is meant to be, like, good for sleep and that sort of thing. However, in Rebel Witch, she talks about, but actually, lavender may have a different meaning to you. Maybe you had some, like, cool auntie who was, like, very, like a, like a, like a great feminist and she was a very powerful, strong woman, and she had lavender in her garden, so you associate lavender with strength. And, yeah. and she said, well, that's the most powerful magical thing, is that actually you should just stick with that because if that's what you think lavender lavender to be and the meaning behind lavender then use that in your your strength um you know your strength for witchery so um so yeah I, I thought it was quite interesting to and i actually did think i should go back and read um the chaos magic book advanced magic for beginners because um i enjoyed that book quite a lot that what i've read of it because i didn't get all the way through I really it you do want to like do more stuff in chaos magic at some point maybe we should go back to it yeah. Just do full circle and go back to it because I feel like I understand it a lot more, especially looking into witchcraft because yeah. I feel that there was a lot. The only difference between chaos magic and witchcraft, well, there are many differences, but the one that I found most um, prevalent to me was that there is a lot of meaning in witchcraft. There is yeah. a lot of like books written about specific things, meaning specific things, and herbs and crystals and gemstones and uh, weather and potions. Like, things have all been written. They've all been written down and, like, sort of documented. And one of the things that I found about Chaos Magic was it was more like make your own way. Yeah, none like, of this matters. Yeah, nothing matters. Everything is what you want it to be. Mm. Just do whatever type of thing. Whereas witchcraft seems to be like, no, there's very specific things that you have to do in order yeah. to make it work. So that's that's the main differences I found. But in a way, they are quite similar as well. The main difference I found between the two, where there was a lot, 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 lot less. So it's funny, actually. So um, I was reading through the two witchcraft books, and they had some differences, but a lot of similarities. And they were like, witchcraft is fun. Witchcraft can help your confidence. Um, witchcraft brings you together with other witches. And like, it really felt like this like warm, nice thing. Yeah. And then when you read the Chaos Magic, but they're like, magic will make you lose your mind. You must do LSD. And then like... <laughs> you must do LSD. Yeah, do mushrooms. You must hallucinate. Go, go. you will lose your mind if you do this. And I was like, yeah, this definitely seems like the difference between something that's aimed at men and women. But yes, then exactly. I went on and I, it was like, there was like, there was like, oh yeah, there's like sex magic and it can be sex with yourself. 
in both mm. the witchcraft books and it was like one paragraph and then you go to the fucking chaos magic book and it's like, and it's like oh half of the book it's <laughs> sex magic so you do magic you rank to magic and that's the only way to do magic is ranking you know how you rank and then it's like okay so you grab the tip of your penis and you start going up and down you know you get it right here's how some more stuff about ranking and you're like oh fucking hell like there's a lot about ranking in these metal in this chaos magic book and it's like in the witchcraft book which i assume is aimed towards towards women yeah was like one third of a paragraph Mm. and there was a lot of stuff being like here's how you self-love in both the witchcraft books and in the chaos magic books it's like if you do this you lose your mind and you realize you're nothing and you're insignificant and you're cunt yeah and i feel like there's also in the it is a lot harder in the um, Chaos Magic book, as in it's kind of like, you need to fast for days mm. until you don't remember what food is, and then you'll reach a Gnostic state, and then you'll and be able to create is, magic. When none of this is fun or no, entertaining. You need to go through the most brutal conditions and in, in order to reach. Like, hey, it's just nice to be a witch. Yeah, yeah, that's it. And it's like, and you need to care for nature and each other, and remember to love your friend and your neighbour. Yeah. <laughs> It's so different, but essentially kind of saying the same thing. Yeah, it's so interesting in the sense that they're like, actually, what you do to create magic is similar. Yeah. But the kind of, like, way they go about talking about it is so different. You can very much see that some are, like, aimed at women and some are aimed for men. Or, like, not even aimed, it's just written for by women. I don't know. It's very different. It is very different. I imagine that if you got two of those sorts of people in a room together, they would both think that... They they were better than yeah, the other person. Yeah, yeah. Sadly, probably the truth is somewhere in the middle. Yeah, no, definitely. I do. I like the idea of witchcraft, and I like the idea of all the different things that you can do associated with, say, the moon. And um, to make certain potions, you should collect rainwater or storm water, as it's known, and um, or moon water, which is like water that's been left in the full the light of the full moon to charge it. Um, and there was another one. While you're thinking about that, I'm just going to jump in and say, I love the idea of worshipping nature. Like, mm. like, it's something that really, I was like, oh man, I wish I could get into witchcraft. I know both said that you can be a guy or a girl, but I do feel we're like, there's a lot of talk about fertility and I'm not fertile. No, um, no, I, the, I didn't get that so much from... From Rebel Witch. Um, maybe it was more in the one I read. Maybe, yeah, um, because I, it, I I didn't... I mean, obviously, I don't really want children, especially at this stage of my life. So it's kind of like... I don't. I, I didn't really get that feeling because I feel that that would have made me uncomfortable. <laughs> it wasn't so much in the one I read. It wasn't so much that you should have children. Mm. It was so much that there's a power in the ability that you could. Right. Um, Which I don't like as well, because then I... I mean, obviously, I get the fact that, like, as a woman, you have children, but, like, it also means, like, well, that's not your only job, you know? Like, no, you, there, there, there are many other things that you can do as a woman. I said, I'm just going to say this on the podcast, because it's one of the most disgusting things I've ever listened to. There was this, like, hard white wing guy, and he, um, he made this, like, left-wing woke person. Woke, I say, with... Air quotes. Oh, air quotes, because it's such a time now yeah come on to his podcast and he was gonna like make absolute fun of her uh, but she he didn't let her so he came on and she came on and she he ripped her apart but she like you later learned from her going on reddit that like it wasn't what it was said it wasn't said that it was going to be a confrontational podcast i didn't know i had to have like facts ready i thought it's just going to be me coming on and saying my views on things but this guy, he didn't tell me that it was a really white-leaning podcast. Yeah. Um, and so I felt backed into a corner at points. And even, like, when you go back and watch it, even though she felt backed into a corner and, like, he was tearing her apart, she actually had, like, really strong arguments and was he kept being like, oh, you left-wing people, you're just insane and, like, you're so angry all the time and you're trying to cancel people. And she was just there being like, well, we're having a discussion. I'm not trying to cancel you. I just, I'm not even getting annoyed. And then he was like, you left-wing people. But anyway. Um, <laughs> wow. Who was this person? I, I wish I could remember the name. Uh, I re- but the bit that really made me sick was when he was like, look, you have to agree, right? You have to agree that the most amazing thing that a woman can do is give birth. Like, you have to agree. And, like, she was obviously put on the spot and was like, yeah, yeah, like, yeah, I guess that is amazing that women can give birth. 
And I just remember like being there, being like, no. Yeah, that's all you've reduced her to. Yeah. It's like, just being able to pop out a baby. I think it's amazing that women can give birth. Oh, like for that's sure. absolutely incredible and something to be envied as men. Like the but idea also, like, of like, you can grow life is fucking beautiful. And the fact that it takes a lot of hardship to do yeah. so and that it's like very intense and I can imagine pain well, obviously painful and just like horrible to go through because but obviously you feel sick and best. stuff and no, but it's not the only most it's amazing not the thing best you can thing do. Thing you like, can offer to the world. Like, like the world's hell. overpopulated and running out of resources. P- pushing another squealing infant into it is not <laughs> the best thing a woman can do. Uh, and like, what about combat global warming? That would be a pretty amazing thing to be able to do. Or just live your life well and be kind to other people. That's an amazing thing in and of itself. Yeah, exactly. Just as amazing as giving birth, in my opinion. You don't need to have a baby in order to. Like, say, oh, yeah, I completed my life. Yeah, I've done good in my life. Like, bringing another hungry mouth into a world that's running out of resources to feed it isn't that good or isn't that kind, in my opinion. Yeah, I agree. Um, I agree. I find it difficult as a person who's quite concerned by the environment at the moment, um, by people having children and going like, well, obviously you're having children. This might be a bit controversial, but, like, you're having children selfishly because you want children. Mm-hmm. How does the unborn child feel about being born onto a planet that's literally on fire and I, will be yeah. very different in the next 30 years? I was talking to my friend about this the other day. And I was like, we're probably like the first generation that absolutely 100% knows we're closer to the end of human existence than mm. to the beginning. Like... And not even that far from the end. Like, we know at a certain point very, not very soon in our lifetime, but very soon on the cosmic scale of humanity being existing. Mm. Like, we're not going to be around that much longer. Like, humanity is doomed. Like... I mean, it might not even be doomed, but I mean, sure, if we manage to go up into we're space... We're not going to. Might be able to go We're not space. going to. <laughs> I'd like to believe we could go into space. I think deep down we know that humanity is fucked. I think the Earth is fucked. Yeah. And albeit depending on how fast we can get off of the Earth, humanity might be also fucked. <laughs> but it's so scary. Like, and like, we know this as a generation that we might not be around for ages. There's like, humanity might be done soon. Yeah. And then to bring it, and we know this, that's our generation. Yeah, exactly. Like, we are clearly and then aware. To bring a kid into that world. See, that's what I where feel. Where it's like, holy shit. Like, it was 40 degrees this summer in England. Mm. It's not going to... It's minus eight just last week. Which is normal. But, um... No, it's not. It's not normal. <laughs> it is. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> but... Oh, no, I killed Ralph. Oh, my God. Are you okay? You do not sound healthy. Are you all right there? Minus eight degrees is fine. Okay, sure. um, 40 degrees is not. And that's now. Like, so imagine when your kid is 20. Like, there's going to be... going to get higher. There's going to be wars and stuff. And, like, there's going to be parts of the country that are unlivable. I mean, there's wars now. Yeah, but there's going to be wars over resources because global warming Mm. are going to be, like, destroying everything and people need to get out of the countries because it's going to be too hot to live in. It's true. And And there's going to be too much water. Yeah. And you're bringing that into the world. Like- See, that's, that's also another point, very much so, because it's kind of like, as, I mean, I, because I have type 1 diabetes, and I had this, like, thing for a long time, it's kind of like, why would I want, I wouldn't wish type 1 diabetes on my worst enemy. Like, it is a horrible, horrible thing to have to deal with every day. And, I mean, I feel like I deal with it very well, but, like... I you don't just- ever moan about it. No, because I don't... I mean, obviously, what's that going to get me? But, like, I do know a lot of people who moan about it. Yeah, and I'm if just I had like, type well- 1 diabetes, I'm pretty sure I'd moan about it. <laughs> yeah, maybe. But, um, hey, hey. Know, what can you do? <laughs> you can moan, no, you'll be super brave. No, you like, you like moaning about things. No, I don't. Tell me I'm wrong. <laughs> I'm, I mean, I do moan about... I don't like moaning. Fuck you. <laughs> Sorry, I don't mean to be so harsh. <laughs> But anyway, like uh, yeah, no, I don't mind about it. But you know that you know what's money going to achieve, you know. But um, but I was talking to um, someone who did a a facial on me the other day, and she she said she might be pre diabetic, and um, 
And I was like saying all the stuff I had to do. And she was like, oh my God, you had to inject yourself every day. And I was like, well, yeah, like multiple times a day, like almost like six or seven times a day. And she it like blew her mind. And she was just like, I couldn't do that. And I was like, oh, you might have to. I don't moan that often. No, I got Look at you sitting there with your arms folded. No, you don't moan actually uh, because you do go through a lot of shit at work. And actually, if I was in your situation, I'd probably moan a lot more than you do. So, yeah. yeah. I'm amazing. Don't hate me. No, I'm, jo- I'm joking. Good. <laughs> I ha- it's hard to tell if it's a bit sometimes. Oh, no, it is a bit. No. Good. I moan all the fucking time. I'm a relative. Do you hate me? No, I moan all the time. Um, but yeah, no, I wouldn't wor- wish diabetes on my worst enemy. So like to to think that like, okay, you'll have a child and there is a <coughs> bigger percentage chance that actually your child will have type 1 diabetes. And, and they'll probably have to deal with that at a younger age than I was diagnosed. I was diagnosed as a teenager. But like if they had to deal with it from like, you know, four years old, like that's horrible. Mm. That is a horrible experience. And uh, why would you want to bring... Your child, who should be the most important thing, like you would die for, most people would die for their children because that's just like a thing that you do, you know, like you put your your child first. Your child is the most important thing in this entire world and you would definitely die for them. I mean, my dad hates me. No, I mean, I guess, yeah, (laughs) your fringe case. When I was um, a kid, I was attacked by a black goose and like, (laughs) black swan, sorry. And like my dad like covered me with his body and like the black swan was like, Pecking at the back of his head and trying to wrap its head round his to choke him. Ow. And he would not move, like he would not stop covering me. Well, and that's my dad who hates me. That's the thing, see? Obviously. Although you know? I was only four and I didn't have long hair at that point, so he probably still oh, thought I had like, hope for the future. Him to start hating you. <laughs> but that's the thing, I, I always say, like, you know, if I were to have a child, like, you know, they might have type 1 diabetes and that, and that mm. would fucking suck. I wouldn't. Why would you want the most important person in your world, your yeah. child that you would die for, to have. The, that most horrible afflicted disease that you have on yourself. Like, you know, that that to me, and it's the same thing. It's like, why would you birth a, a child onto this planet mm. that's literally on fire that is doing quite terribly at the moment and yep. it's only going to get worse? Like, why would, why, <laughs> why would you put... It, it's almost like, would you rather die for your child or not even have the child in the mm. first place because uh, this it p- would die horribly? Oh, we're going to get cancelled. Um, we made it. <laughs> But these point, are my thoughts. <laughs> no, I'm with you. Like, it's what you're bringing the child into. The world isn't going to get better, in my opinion. No, unless we can come up We're with some crazy solution. At the very end of the golden age of humanity, mm. and it's not going to last. And, you know, you'd be doing the child a favor not having it born in my. How yeah. is this to do with witchcraft? I will say. Uh, yeah, we really. Got off topic, uh, but you know. <laughs> very quickly, like my aunt, it's not even the same thing as diabetes, but it's mm. not hereditary. But my aunt is like, every single person in our family has dealt with crippling depression. Mm. Like, I'm not going to have a kid because they will deal with crippling depression. It is down the line. Even though that's not proven, but like, it must be genetic at some point. Yeah, like, I mean, obviously, I it's not proven, but there is definitely a connection there. Like, you know, I think we both know enough people to, to know that that is a thing. Yeah. Fortunately, I've never dealt with depression or any negative thoughts. Sure. (laughs) And we all believe you. (laughs) Mm, I've only ever been happy. some of the bits that stuck out to you about witchcraft that you liked i really love like the idea of worshipping nature um and like i really love the idea of like having an appreciation for nature and so on mostly all the nature stuff i did like the nature and like i really like the idea of like doing things in accordance to the moon Mm. and like the moon having certain things and like there was a lot of in the both the books where it's like a lot of witchcraft um really like Worships the moon because it's such a beautiful thing. And I was like, I really agree. I love, like, the moon. The moon is awesome. Yeah. Um, uh, like, I think some of the stuff that stuck out to me was, like, definitely the, yeah, the nature worship and also the the consistency with chaos magic. Yeah. Because it... Do you remember that time I came around to your house hmm. and you and Nikki were both dead? 
and like I got really bored, so I like just wandered around the fields in the back of your house, and I like the fields at the back of my house. Yeah, there was like loads what fields are you talking about? There was like loads of fields. Wait, in, what? Wait, which house? Hook. This house. Hook. Oh, hook. Okay, yeah, I was yeah. gonna, I'm gonna, I was gonna say like what fields? And then I like <laughs> we're in I the met, depths of Basingstoke. <laughs> I met like a bunny rabbit, and then I followed it, and then oh, I yeah. met like some deer, and then you I followed deer. the deer, yeah, and I like ended up like following it into the nest, and like I saw like all these deer. Awesome. <laughs> just yeah, I remember waking up. That was one time. One time I woke up and then Ralph was just like, I've got a magical adventure and I found some creatures and it was nice. It's and amazing. then the other time I woke up and you'd read like the entire first half of the Harry Potter trilogy. So <laughs> trilogy? You know. What is it what is it called? Sevenology. I don't know. Sixology. Well there's seven books, so Well oh, there's seven, aren't they? Shit, yeah. I forgot that. I thought there was six. Yeah, anyway, you read like, yeah, like two and a half Harry Potter books. <laughs> yeah. Um, they, I like how witches use wands. That was a very cool thing to think that they could actually use wands and, and broomsticks yeah. as well. Although in Rebel Witch, you said you don't have to have a full size broomstick. You can use like a little makeup, like a broomstick, and like a make, little makeup um, brush. The doors to witchcraft. They were like, oh, apparently the reason that, like, broomsticks are a thing in the culture is because, like, there would be a drug that you could put on them that used to be plentiful. Mm. And then if you, like, rubbed it against your vagina, it would get into your system. Oh. And then you get high. And that's why how the whole, like, getting high in broomsticks thing came about. Weird. Yeah. Wait, so you put the broomstick in your vagina? Yeah. and then kind That of- sounds painful. <laughs> No, no, you like you don't like put it in. No, but you like, rub you it rub again. It. Yeah, yeah. Still sounds painful, but okay. I mean, yeah. some people like that, I'm sure. And just I'm a bit of a prude, so. Yeah. <laughs> and then about me, like it would get you really high. Um. Nice. Well, they say if you um soak a tampon in vodka and stick it in, then you'll get drunk. I mean, that's not shocking, it gets in... No, I mean, it just comes in contact by your like, skin. Yeah, so. <laughs> whatever, like, gets into the bloodstream. That's what alcohol does. It gets into your bloodstream and gets you drunk. Just an alternative way yeah. of drinking. Um, so what have we learned from witchcraft? <laughs> um, <laughs> I, I thought it was very positive, I think, is, like, my thing. Like, a lot of the, like, stuff you get into as a man when you're trying to get into magic is, like, again, you'll lose your fucking mind and the world hates you and you'll learn that. And, like, in Witchcraft, it was very much like, yeah, you'll have fun and you'll meet some cool people and, like, you can do these spells, but, you know, they're all good. Even the bad ones are probably good. A lot of it went on about love spells in both the books. Love spells? Oh, yeah, yeah. no, there was a big section on that. I was like, are that many people trying to do love spells? I don't know. I guess so. Um, Must be. But, yeah. Weird, isn't it? And also, like, the fact that hexes and curses were mentioned as well. And protection rituals and banishing rituals, which is, which is again, a chaos, chaos magic. magic. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, which I thought was interesting. Yeah, the crossover, I really found the crossover between Chaos Magic and Witchcraft really interesting. Mm. There was even a bit where they were like, um, the, I forget what book it was in, but they were like, so the world renews every season, but that's almost like human beings, where like they go through a period of reun- renewal because like the skin sheds and so on. Right. And I was like, that's Chaos Magic, but chaos, a big thing in Chaos Magic is fractals, but, where yes. everything works on the same system. Yeah. And it's all like different systems through everything. And, and, like, if you can control one system, then you can control all of it because everything is fractal. And I was like, that's exactly the same thing. Yeah, I do. I do like it. It does. I don't want to say, like, it's a dumbed down version of Chaos Magic, but it is definitely a different way of explaining it. It's a different system. It's a different yeah. structure in which the information is laid out, I think. It feels so much more fun and nice than Chaos Magic. Yeah, it does. Chaos Magic seems really dense yeah. and you have to spend hours reading and here's this whole book on Libra Null and, and now you have to like get through all the annoying terminology because you have to be a certain level of smartness in order yeah, to read and, and punctuate the knowledge and yeah, it's like, it's all, I feel like it's very pithy. Yeah. It's very pithy Chaos Magic and Witchcraft is very like down to earth and like here's how it is, sister. Yeah, I would agree with that. 
I, I don't know if down to earth is it. It feels very empowering. Yeah. In a way where chaos magic feels very reducing, where it's like, mm. oh man. Chaos magic is kind of like, it's like opening a window and saying, here's the whole of the universe, except how small you are. And witchcraft is like opening the window and saying, here's the whole of the universe. Look how much you get to explore. Yeah. Well, like a lot of, I was reading through the spells and a lot of the spells were like, you just need to do this and this and this and it will work. Where chaos magic is very much like, you know, none of this will work. Like <laughs> It'll work if you think it works. <laughs> you'll keep working at it and maybe one time you'll get lucky and hit the right Gnostic state and like, you know, you'll be God for a second or two. Good for you, but I won't do it again. Where, like <laughs> Witchcraft is like, if you like do a pinch of this and a pinch of that, then you'll do a spell. And then it may or may not work, but it's okay because you had fun doing it. Yeah. Um, what did you think about, like, I really thought the idea about, like, both books I read had, like, um, the different pagan, like, schedules of, like, what they did for holidays mm-hmm. and about why they did them. I thought that was such a cool idea. Yeah. Um, I like that, too. And it was, like, there was stuff around Christmas and, yeah. and also the fact that, oh, but you don't have to celebrate Christmas. Like, you can just do your own version of it or you could just celebrate the cycles or the moon yeah. or... You know, and then there was like the coming of like the, the Halloween stuff, yeah. and then that, that you know the Day of the Dead, and the veil is weaker, and you can like, and it was kind of like you can just like sort of hang out with your dead relatives type of thing, and that was just seemed like very nice to me instead of it being like, oh, it's spoopy, you know, it, it felt like kind of like you know we just have a nice feast and we talk to people who we lost and stuff, and it seemed really sweet and nice to me. And how different was the books from what you? Because again, I've met some witches, and they're very insufferable you bought me a spell when i had my house I did, yeah. when i bought my house and i still have by the way and um yeah it was like a, pro- a protection spell she was awesome yeah she's really cool well, from what her. you told me of her i had sex with her okay cool thanks i got the other end was was it in payment for the spell no <laughs> i did actually have to pay for the spell <laughs> it was upsetting it wasn't just in sexual favors no and then she got a boyfriend. Ah, oh, bugger. Then one time she messaged me, like, out the blue after the queen died. And was like, hey, <laughs> if you're suffering, like, if you're upset about this, and you need someone to turn to, I know you don't have any friends, really. Then um, pay me $9.99. I can do you a non-suffering no, like, spell. <laughs> we're friends. You can come around. We'll have some drinks with me and my boyfriend. You know, we'll have a nice time. Like, I'm here to help you get through this. I was like... Wow. Do you I'm- think that was a mass message, or...? No, she said Ralph. Oh, And oh, she said, okay. I know you don't have any friends. You probably wouldn't send that out as a mass message. It just seems strange if you haven't talked to her in years. Yeah, talking, I was like, that's a good I, word. I do have friends. Yeah. I also don't care about the Queen. None <laughs> of this makes sense. <laughs> You're wrong on so many levels. <laughs> yeah, but and then I was just like, well, thank you. If I ever need to get drunk, I'll let you know. Which is every three weeks. Oh, yeah, but I have people to drink with. So. That's true. Me being one of them. Exactly. Ha <laughs> ha. There's you. Anyway. Um, <laughs> you. So many other people I know. <laughs> yeah. No, it's annoying. I'm trying not to drink that much, but I actually find like these days I have more people being like, Ralph, it's you're Christmas. Drinking. Everyone's Christmas yeah, drinking. It's a fucking nightmare. Christmas, um, Christmas, Christmas. If, uh, if this is definitely out of sync, listeners, because I know that we're recording like way in the future of what you are. But um, but yeah, this, we are literally like Christmas week right now. So um, everyone's like, "Hello, let's do Christmas drinking." I'm back in town. Let's 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 get drunk again. Yeah, that is actually what it is. Yeah, Chris Mas- was like, "Well, can we go watch Black Panther 2? I was like, "Yeah, I'm up for that." And then he's like, "And in the same day, can we watch Avatar 2? I was like, "Oh my god, no!" Are you out your fucking mind? He's Did like, you watch it? No. Oh, okay. I was gonna say, Did he's you like, watch Black Panther. We've not done any of it. The day oh, didn't happen. We're just like, no, that's too much. I, I can't like, even I talk wanna, to you anymore. I'm not, I don't want to watch either of these movies, Chris. <laughs> I thought you might want to watch Black Panther. No. Are you not really into Marvel too much these days? I mean, I love the comics. Yeah. But even... This com- this episode's been all over the place. I hope it really this, has. Like, There's been a lot of... Um, it's because we haven't seen each other in so long. We've got a lot to catch up on. Yeah. We were talking for like two hours before this and we still have let this episode go off the rails because we're just talking about random shit we want to talk about. 
But I really did like witchcraft. I um, Me too. So we usually end the episode on being like, do we believe in it? Um, yeah. I don't see how I can be like, I think chaos magic has points. I mean, it's it's very similar. Mm. There's like, there's this bit where it's like, you should visualize and meditate and then like get into this state where you can see things happening. I was like, well, that's just Gnosticism. Yeah. Like, um, I really found it interesting how much nicer witchcraft was than chaos or any kind of like magic. Like we've looked at, like even like the fucking, what was it? That really horrible episode we did. Oh, the Kabbalah. Yeah. Yeah. Where it's like, this is not made to be fun. <laughs> it all makes sense and it hates you. Yeah, it really was. Oh, that was so dense. I remember. Yeah. I remember because I edited the episode a couple of days ago. But um, yeah, that was really tough to get through. And that's the thing. Like, it wasn't that we were lack of trying to understand it. No, we read like so to, much yeah. shit to, uh, and it was so much... Fucking, it, it made no sense. So I, I, I don't understand how, like, how can you read like three books on something and it still not make any sense? And like, well, I didn't read three books. Tonight, gotta, but, like one book and like a load of YouTube. There's got to be a key to it or something where like, where it just clicks and it makes sense. Yeah. Oh, mm. like, I mean, an actual key where you like read one oh. book and then it allows you to unlock the other ones. I don't know. I, some of this stuff is so entrenched in mysticism <laughs> that I'm thinking, like, does any of it make sense? Or is it just people saying that it makes sense to them? Like some weird cult and you have to, like, ascend to the next level in order to, like, understand. And then until that point, you just have to help other people. Under- I don't know. It just seems like it seems like... But with does anyone thing really understand it is what I I'm trying to say. I found about witchcraft was it didn't seem to have any of that. It was like, here, here's a spell you can do. Mm. Gather some energy by a bit of meditation, and then you'll do Make the spell. Make a circle. That's it. Where, yeah. Where, like, magic. Pour some salt. Yeah. Around. Was yeah. like, here's the Kabbalah. In 30 years, you might begin to glean an understanding. Where yeah. It was like... And, like, witchcraft was like, you're probably a witch if you're, like, nature and, like, the moon. <laughs> I could be a witch. Yeah. It I'm felt a, witch. a lot more inclusive and a lot less off-putting. And I like than the, the things we've done before. The, the things that, uh... Rebel Witch said just on inclusivity. Um, she did say about, well, I'm going to try and be inclusive with this, and I'm not going to say like dancing is the best way to um, feel magically enhanced because, like, actually, not everyone can dance or move, so it's not fair to say like, oh, well, you're missing out on the best bits of witchery because, like, it's because you can't move basically. And um, and I thought that was really nice. It, it did seem like, yeah, like you said, more inclusive. And it, it, it kind of, I feel like it was, instead of like something that you had to really get into, like chaos magic, like you really had to punctuate to like, I want to be a magician type thing. It was kind of like a helping hand that came out yeah. and said like, would you like to take my hand and I will show you witchcraft? And it was nice. It's all very nice. I like it. Oh, another thing both books had, they were both very much into social liberation, which I found quite funny. <laughs> I feel that just goes in hand in hand with like witches in general, yeah, like from like, the past and also modern day witchcraft. <laughs> they were like, yeah, being a witch is great. And like, you don't have to care about politics. But you know, the fucking Tories. Like... <laughs> but you probably should be left wing. Yeah. <laughs> Screw the Tories. We really hate them. Like, maybe we should all protest outside. But, you know, it doesn't matter. Like, being a witch is, doesn't mean... But fuck the Tories. And you do have to believe that. <laughs> being a witch is about being a radical, radicalised left-wing pattern. <clears throat> it kind of sounds like it. And both books had that in it, which I felt like funny as a crossover. Yeah. No, I do I do like that, actually. I, to answer the question, I... I don't know if I... It's so funny because I actually heard a um I think I think it was actually last podcast on the left but it cuz I listened to the um Parsons Oh that was a good five four series. It was four episodes yeah and that, it, it makes me worried for our podcast because everybody else hated that four series episode. I really liked it. So I. I thought it was great. Everyone else was like oh why are they talking about magic it's clearly not real. And you're like Really? Yeah. That's what people said. Yeah. They are clearly off brand because like last podcast love magic. Yeah, I mean Henry Zabrowski. It's like fucking magician. It says that like the podcast success is down to magic. magic. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, well I listened to that documentary um series and he uh, there's something that really stuck out to me in the episode and it was basically someone was saying like oh well none of this is real and then I can't remember who it was who was having the argument what one of the other characters were kind of like 
You don't get it. It doesn't matter whether it's real or not real. It matters that it works. Yeah. And I think that really struck home to me in a number of different fields, including witchcraft. And it's fact of, it doesn't actually, yeah, it doesn't matter whether it's real or not, or if you believe in it, or if you believe you're speaking to a deity or not. It, it like, or if you believe nature or energy is even a thing and that like you can communicate with it and you can like have your way with it and it can have its way with you. It, it doesn't matter. Like if it works, it works. Yeah. And that is the point. So I'm not going to say like whether I think it works or not or if I think it's real or not, because I, obviously it works for some people. Mm. Otherwise, they wouldn't have written so many books about it. Yeah. But um, I'm definitely my interest is stoked and I do want to continue learning about it. Probably not like super. I'm not exactly going to sit down and like read a library about witchcraft books, but I definitely will keep it in mind. And I've made myself an altar. I didn't say that on this podcast. I made myself a little altar because the book said it'd be good to make an altar. And then you could like, I even said about making an imaginary altar. So you could like place things in your imaginary That's altar. That's very chaos magic -y. Yeah, yeah, it did definitely feel like it. And you could have like things like potion bottles and things handed to you from like spiritual mermaids or unicorns. And then they could be whisked away and you could clean things. Like, it just sounded like really like fantastical, which is nice. Um, but I made myself a real altar. I have a scarf that I really like, but I never use for anything because I don't like wearing it outside because it's like really zazzy. And um, I've put that on my altar, I put my mirror up because it was like really shitty, my like like desk before. Like it had like a bunch of like makeup crap all over it. And it was just like really, uh, or, and, and like it just had a whole bunch of like random shit all over it. So I cleaned it up, I made it all nice, I put my little scarf across it, I've got my crystals up there, I've got my orgo in there that Toby got me, and I got my tarot cards like arranged, and I got my, yeah, it just, it, I think it looks awesome. I've got some candles on there, it looks very nice. And I don't know, like even if it's like, I don't believe in it, like it still has like a nice spiritual meaning to that place now, you know, like that's a nice place, it's a nice space, it feels nice to me, it smells nice, I have some scents that I spray around it every time I take a tarot card reading and it's kind of like I don't know, it just feels like it's a nice it's a nice place to have a spiritual practice and I like that, I, I like that about it so in answer to the question I do believe in it it obviously you know works for some people that's why they do it and i'd like to find out more about it so i don't think i'm going to be like intensifying my practice but i will be learning more about it as i go about my daily life yeah i'm about the same nice like i'm more lean towards like chaos magic and stuff but i think it's all the same kind of like it makes sense though because like yeah. you're a man you're more towards the male side of it type thing. i think it's all the same boat yeah like, exactly it's just you're just on one side of the end of the boat to the other it's just but a you're still outfit. on the same thing yeah um yeah but i do love the idea of worshiping nature which everyone should do oh one question i did have for you before you end is if you had to worship a deity what deity would you choose odin oh that would be cool because He's not how the comic books portray him. Mm -hmm. he like, he's a bit of a dick. He is a bit of a dick. But he's also amazingly into wanting knowledge. Like, one time he cut out his own eye and put it in the well of, uh, like, the pool to, like, get knowledge and, like, mm. sacrifice himself on a tree. And he's just, like, a he's not that powerful. He's just a, like, wanderer who wanders around and, like, talks to people and gathers knowledge as he goes and becomes more powerful through the knowledge. And I think that's awesome. That is awesome. Oh, that's cool. I still don't know who I choose, but I think it would be someone like from Norse mythology as well. Yeah. Because, uh, I don't know. I like I really Freya, wanna... Freya would be cool. Or like Thor. I do love Thor. I really want to do a Norse mythology episode where we yes. just like... We should do one that. Day. Yeah. So I think next episode, since it's my turn to pick, I would like to do tea leaves. It'll be interesting as I have never drunk a cup of tea in my entire life. Oh, shit, yeah. I mean, I don't really like normal tea. Either. But I don't think you have to drink it. I think you just chuck it out. Mum can drink it. and there then we I, go. I Perfect. Can. Not that I live with my mum. I'm cool. <laughs> I like, don't know. I'm lying. I, I like herbal teas and things mm. like that. So. Oh, yeah. I do like green tea and peppermint tea. Oh, I like peppermint tea. I actually bought some peppermint tea yesterday. So, yeah, we can do that. Um, cool. Yep. This has been... Journey into Strange on Witchcraft. I think before you leave, you have to give your best witch laugh. <laughs> I'll give you a, that's better. It's more of an E, isn't it? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, 
thank you everyone for listening. I have been Kaz. And I've been Ralph. And this has been Journey into the Strange. We will see you next time. Please, 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 please five star us on whatever and leave us a positive review yeah. and share us with your friends and um Give us know. a five star review. Tell us your honest thoughts. Yeah. They're not so honest that they're less than five stars. Yeah, I mean Yeah. Thank you, that would be great. Bye. Bye.